welcome to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is season nine, episode 16, the one with the boob job. The boobs. Boobs. Um, this is the point in the podcast where we usually ask each other if we've done the thing that it's mentioning. And so, Ashley, have you had a boob job? <laughs> Not lately. No, Not lately. No, me either. It, I think if you saw me, you'd know. Evident, <laughs> you'd know that we didn't. I think, think it'd be pretty clear if you looked. Yeah, it's no, fine. No it's fine. Job here. Nope. Nope. They are small and not in charge. <laughs> oh yeah. So. Go. Just wanted to get that out of the way, just in case any inquiring minds wanted to know. Um, <laughs> But we have uh, we have a couple things going on. So we have Monica and Chandler. Chandler's taken this non-revenue generating internship. And it's like they sit down to go over their bills. And, you know, Chandler's like, oh, this can't be our bank statement. Can this be right? And I'm like... You guys are just talking about this? Like, it's been a while. I, yeah. I'm i really confused <laughs> why like that wouldn't have been one. Even if, like, he quit and that's just where you're at. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. But wouldn't you have, like, immediately been like, okay, what do we have saved? What does it look like for the next few months? Um, I mean, it does seem like going down to one bank, like, one income, you would think that it's kind of like, can we do that? Because, you know, um, she was, like supportive and so it's not like mm-hmm. she was like oh, Chandler why did you do this we can't afford it but she was just like no no that's fine I want you to do it but you yeah. would kind of think that they'd immediately be like maybe they did and they thought they'd be fine and then now that the money's actually flying out the door it's like whoa that's that is a low amount of money that <laughs> that's you a have. very that's a good point that's and good at point. the same time only needing to borrow $2,000 feels pretty low if you're like at rock bottom. So I'm really confused. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I'm kind of wondering, because she does say like, if this carries on, we might need to do this. I'm wondering if yeah. they're like, because she's like, okay, my, my savings account's taken a hit. I, I guess I kind of figured like they weren't, they didn't like fully um, deplete all of their accounts and like start using cards. I think it was kind of like, I don't know. I guess I would do this too. Like I'd want to still have like my emergency three month savings in my account. You know what I mean? Like, but maybe would you borrow money, before- money from someone before you dipped into your emergency fund? Isn't that what the emergency um, fund is for? Yes. But what if you only had like $3,000 left in your entire bank account? Would you right, use that's it what and then get down to zero or would you like... I or just, would you like borrow knowing that you can pay back in like a month? But are they going to be able to pay back? That's what I'm like. This isn't sustainable. Um, I have a lot of questions about their budgeting. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> if they budget? were like, I, we used to um, yeah. pretty like, not like strictly, but like we we had budgets and honestly we realized that that's just the way we spend money it's like very natural so i don't keep very close track on anything anymore um i 
have never budgeted. Like I've never been very good at it. I definitely used to be worse with money where I'd like overdraft and stuff. I haven't done that. Um, but I'm, I don't know. I try to keep an eyeball on what I'm spending. Um, I don't tend, I didn't have a credit card until I was like 25 or 26, um, or maybe even 27. And so like, I don't have that habit, but I think I think Ben is better at watching things than I am. Like he's been making us repay our mortgage faster. And I'm like, yeah, cool, fine. Um, But I would like to hope that I would notice my money going out of my, yeah. If one of us lost our job or quit our job, I think the first thing we would do is like, okay, what can we cancel? What can we like, like I'm not going to like go liquidate our assets. Right, right. They don't have to like. (laughs) do like everything the furniture but, but yeah, yeah so that's why I'm confused I'm like okay we haven't looked at the accounts until now you're just suddenly realizing that you have no money like obviously it used to be two paychecks going in and now it's just one and I assume that Chandler always made more than Monica just based on like oh, him yeah, having all that extra income before they got married you know yeah um, true and like obviously we know their rent is cheap and so I'm kind of like when you make a big change like that, something has to give. Like, you don't just keep spending. I mean, I actually, I say that, but a lot of people do just keep spending the way they were spending, and that's when they get into really mm-hmm. tight spots. So maybe that's I what guess Monica I, and Chandler have done. I guess it is because they don't really want to change anything, or they think, oh, eating in instead of eating out won't make that big of a difference, you know. Um, also, what um, – what – I can't remember when he gets the internship. It wasn't last episode, but I think it was yeah, it two was. ago when he meets with the guy. Oh, and he he's yeah, like, yeah. sorry, yeah, I was going to say when they talk about how long the internship program is, mm-hmm. it's only like six or eight weeks, right? So maybe they just were thinking. No, I think it was like a this year. Is... He says a year, I think. A year? Because that's how long they wanted to wait to have a baby. Maybe you're right. Maybe it was only like a six-week thing. Yeah, no, because no, you're I right. It's it not too far from smaller, now that they find out if they Maybe get it was jobs. like six months. But the thing is, he was like, well, I want to like, you know, I've got this internship of indiscriminate time right. length that we'll have to check. And then he was like, and then I'll want to get settled. Because he knows, like we'd said before, once you, if you do get the job straight from the internship, you're still on starting salary. And like, you know, right. he needs to kind of like get his feet under the desk. So I think that's why they said a year. Um, yeah, for the okay, baby. yeah, you're right. But, I but think right, so they're thinking about program. that for yeah. the baby, but they didn't think about that for their regular bills that Chandler was contributing at least half the money to. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Um, the one thing I'll say about this, though, is like, I think I've mentioned this before, but when Ben and I were looking at all of our, like, when we were not budgeting to buy a house, but when we were looking at what our budget was to buy a house and like yeah. what was affordable... Um, I think this is normal. Like the bank is like, sure, go on. How much money do you want? We'll lend you everything. <laughs> and like, yeah, for certain mm-hmm. cases. And so they were yeah. going to lend us a lot of money. And we did our own spreadsheeting um, to kind of see like, okay, well, what if interest rates go up? What about, you know, wanting to pay off faster? What if mm-hmm. one of us loses our salary? Like that type of stuff. And it seemed fine. Like it, we we did it with the house that we ended up buying, and we did it with the house that was more expensive that we went to auction for and wanted to buy, mm-hmm. and both seemed totally fine and doable. And we were like, okay, great, like that's awesome. That's you know a lot more affordable than we thought. Cool. Um, we ended up buying the cheaper of the two houses, and like 
now that the money's actually going out of the accounts and stuff, mm-hmm. there's been a few months where I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like I'm not like having to borrow money, but it's just like a lot more than I realized. Yeah. Um, and I, and so then there's been a few times where I'm like, imagine if we would have got that more expensive house that on paper seemed fine, yeah. but like we're already sometimes feeling it, like just feeling the strain a little bit with this current one that didn't look like yeah. there's going to be any problems. I guess yeah. to my, to your point though, we didn't do a single thing to change our lifestyle. And so maybe we, you know, we didn't, we didn't need to, we didn't think, right. but I guess well, if one of us lost that, our job, we would. Yes. Wasn't that part of the appeal though, of doing the slightly less expensive house? Cause you were like, totally. we could make this other one work, no problem. But it would mean like going on trips less and you know, yes, certain exactly. other things. So you, yeah. most, most people, unless you are like Warren Buffett or the Kardashians, like most of us have to make those choices where it's like, <laughs> I would rather yes. have some people, it's like really important to them that they love cars. They want to have like a nice car. Um, that's just not important to me. I'm like happy with my functional car. That's in good shape, you know, but I'd rather I go on trips a lot, but some people are like, Oh, we never travel. We don't have that budgeted. And I'm like, well, that's where all my money goes. Um, right. But yeah, so that is the beauty of you didn't have to change anything because you bought in a comfortable and I'm sure the months where it's feels tighter is because like you paid for something expensive, <laughs> yeah, you know, like you bought true. furniture like or you're going on a trip or, or yeah. like Christmas. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. but I guess to but, your point, if one of us lost our job, we would immediately start looking at our budgeting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway, well, I like, they're young and you know, irresponsible. Yeah. I'm like, I like have think a client's not going to hire me back. And I'm like, well, where are we going to tighten up? I don't know. Um, <laughs> even if I wasn't making very much money off of them. So, but yeah, I guess like, that's just so not me immediately. I'd be like, all right, what are we, we got to figure something out here. Um, but it seems like quite the afterthought for Monica and Chandler. So, um, you know, and like you said, she's really supportive and she's like, you know, you're finally doing something you love and I don't want you to do that. Um, and uh she's like yeah well worst case scenario we borrow some money um and Chandler is very against it because we are bangs and now okay as I'm talking about this I'm realizing maybe they are not in the actual pinch yet but Monica wants to get ahead of the pinch because she's going that's what I that's what I feel okay is that makes more sense to me is like She's like, I don't want to have to dip into my emergency fund because it's not an emergency yet. Like if my parents say no yeah. or, you know, they lend us a couple thousand bucks and we still and like then we're still screwed. Like, OK, then we'll dip in. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, you know, but apparently Bing's. We don't are borrow like, oh, money. You have so much pride. <laughs> Even if it means you working twice as hard. <laughs> yeah. Chandler. I mean, he's kidding. Right? Um, <laughs> well, she is the only one working right now, and I guess she can pick up extra shifts. So, no, mm-hmm. I don't think he is kidding. He hasn't. Yeah. He did say, I better go find a job. And yeah. she says, no, you're finally doing what you love. I just wish that what you loved was finding gold. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. There is no reason why he couldn't like go do a job at night or on the weekends like we talked about before. Yeah. There's gotta be some way he could bring in a little money. 
So um, what would you do? Would you borrow money? Like when she's like, I'll just borrow money from my parents? I guess I just need to know what the situation is, you know? Like, I know there's plenty of people who lose their jobs and they don't know it's coming, so they can't prepare for it, you know? Like, people downsizing, layoffs, like, whatever. Um, Chandler quit his. Obviously, like, he didn't plan it, and it's not what he intended to do, but that's where we're at. So, like, I know that this happens. Um, So, I don't know. I mean, I don't think I would borrow money until I had less than one month's expenses left. Ooh, Yeah. Because I don't understand how you could borrow money if you still have money left. I don't think it's someone else's responsibility to keep you from using your emergency fund. I think that's what the emergency fund is for. I think a lot of people do that, though. I think a lot of people, like, yeah, okay. I'm not going to get into this too much because I think this is split, like, dicey, gray, not with you, but just in general. Um, I think a lot of people, like they don't think they're at rock bottom yet. And so they do things like borrow from somebody else so they don't have to use their own. Like, I think when, when you're like, it's not somebody else's problem, um, I, I don't think everyone agrees with you. I think there are people who would be like, well, I'm going to pay it back so I can borrow this, but I'm not going to like be like literally penniless before I do oh. it. Oh, I would be penniless. Hmm. Yeah. I I, like I think if you pay all your bills and you don't at the moment like if I paid all my bills for this month and looked at my account and was like I need two thousand dollars but I only have fifteen hundred I'd be like all right I'm gonna borrow money now so I'm not I think I wonder if yeah but then you're gonna be if nothing changes you'll be in the same position next month and need to borrow even more Right, but that's when you just do with you. That's when you do something about it. That's when you do quit the internship and get over. You know, you just have to do what you have to do. Get a Um, roommate. They have a spare bedroom. I mean, there's a lot of things they could do. So that's why I'm like, borrowing money to me is a one-time. This is a band-aid for this hole. It is not a solution long term. It's it's to get you literally just over the hump. I, I guess also like. I wouldn't, I don't borrow money from my parents regularly. I don't think that I ever have as an adult. I've never borrowed money from my parents. Yeah, so I think that's the difference too, is I think that like if I needed to borrow money from my parents, because I've done it in the past, I think I could if I knew I was going to be able to pay them back. It wouldn't be the first thing that I would go do, but I would not wait until I have no money left. I think my parents would actually be upset if I waited until mm. I had no money left because I think then they'd be like, that is so irresponsible. Like, why didn't you come to us sooner? We could have helped. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I, maybe that's Monica's thinking is like, well, why don't I, you know, they're happy to help. They're not, it's not going to put them out. And yeah, I know that I, guess I can I just... repay it like in time. I know, but I guess I just don't see what the point of borrowing money is if you have money. <laughs> it just seems counterintuitive to me. It's it's extending it's extending the longevity of the time until crisis, and it's putting you in control. Because like, if I use every single dollar I have, and then I need to go borrow, if people say no, or if they're like, okay, sure, but like, I it's like if you borrow the money first and you still have a little something in the reserves. You can then kind of go, okay, we need to stop spending a dime extra 
and this can be fine. Or you can kind of go, okay, cool, we're going to be all right. I can start repaying them. I don't know. I get it. It kind of gives you more options. Or you could just borrow more money. Like you could borrow three months of expenses versus still have three months of expenses and borrow one month because that's the same timeline. Yes, it's just depending on how much you're borrowing versus you have yourself. Yeah. I don't know. I see... I feel like this is how businesses work, but I don't know enough to say any more than that. So I'm not yeah. Going to. Uh. yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't want to. I'd, I think I'd start selling things before I was borrowing money okay. from my parents. I think that's that's good though, because that's what was my question: was what would you do? And that's what you would do. Yeah. Well, Why I would. You borrow money first from off, Joey. <laughs> no. First of all, also let's talk about this. So Monica. Goes behind his back and is like, I'm going to borrow, Joey, can I borrow money? But I love when she's like, hey, I want to ask you for something. I just yeah. need to stay between us. He's like, be lying if I had said I hadn't thought about I it myself. I thought about it. I um, know. <laughs> but she's not asking for him to hook up with her. She's asking for about $2,000 for bills and stuff. Yeah. Um. So Joey makes this big to do about what do you think I am some soap opera star yeah I am so (laughs) writes her the check and wants to keep it between them so he says something before that along the lines of like I think borrowing money to friends or lending money to friends is a mistake is a mistake and I think Chandler would tell you it is a mistake yeah she's like so you've lent money to Chandler's lent you money and he's like and I think he would agree it was a mistake so that's where I'm like don't we think that maybe Joey should just give them some money? Yeah, so 100% Joey owes Chandler <laughs> thousands, if not tens of thousands so of dollars. So you fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, and he's clearly doing well, as alluded in the last episode when Phoebe's like, who makes the most money? Hi, Joey. Yeah. Well, um, and that he lends four grand without breaking a without sweat. Without batting an eyelash. Yeah. yeah, I do think that like... I mean, I understand. Okay. I understand why they haven't gone over and been like, hey, Joey, times are tight. You have taken advantage of our generosity when times were tight for you. And we wouldn't do this unless we really had to. But like, you know, can you pay back some of the money you owe us? Yeah. But I can't say that I wouldn't do that myself if I was truly as like careening towards broke town as they're yeah I don't think I I think technically it's one of those things like you're within your rights to do because you loaned them the money but yeah Mm -hmm. I think it would just land it would just feel so cringy to do that it would I think Joey should Should say say, this is this is given not not lent yes because you guys did so much for me he might because he did he did write them a check and who's to say that when they go to pay him back he won't he'll accept yeah. their money you know but yes. um, and yeah and i actually yeah. think i would rather if you were like hey i lost my job you know we're not going to make the mortgage next month if it was in my power i would just give you the money i would rather give it to you than be like hey when are you going to pay me back because that to me is more stressful um than just being like I have a- this is yours now I have a policy where I do not lend friends money because oh, for sure. I, I don't want to have to ask yeah. for it back. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Um, 
it's that's what I'm saying. Like I'm I would going give it to, to you. give money. It's like exactly like it should. It'll be a gift, and I won't expect to see it again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I get it. Like I don't. I wouldn't. I would feel really. It. It would. It would have to be like very, very dire for me to be like Joey. You. You owe us a lot of money. Can we please cash in on that? Like. Yeah. It, it would be really dire, but I can't say that I'd be above doing it if things got really tight. But yeah, because I yeah. feel like if I was to be like, Joey, can can you loan us some money? Like, wouldn't in the back of your mind, you just be like kind of seething because you're like, yeah, I shouldn't have to pay you back. I have given you so much money over the years. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Anyway, they're both yeah. bigger people than we are because they yes. don't do that. <laughs> well, bigger people than they're me. They're all I'm not bad at budgeting though me. because... Who's just looking at the <laughs> the budget? I just can't get over that. Who's um, looking at the budget? <laughs> who is like losing their job and then taking unpaid internship? You know, if he like lost, if he quit and got a job a month later, I'd be like, okay, you know, kind of no harm, no foul. Like one month isn't the end of the world. Usually. Sometimes it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. Um, true. But like for Monica and Chandler, it seems like they're comfortable enough that like one month is not the end of the world. But like, one month and then deciding not to get paid on purpose um, for a maybe disclosed amount of time that I can't remember, but long enough. I just feel like someone would have like looked at the bank account, you know? I just need to get over it. Anyway. <laughs> like, you are shocked. So on another time Chandler goes and borrows $2,000 from Joey which he guesses the amount because he already knows from Monica but he is a good secret keeper and does not tell Mm. Chandler Mm. and then Chandler sees the check to Monica and he gets upset and is like did she borrow money from you and Chandler's like or Joey's like no it's something for her you know it's a boo job and Chandler is very shocked because he just didn't see it coming. No, he um, didn't think. Why would she? And also, well, and I would be questioning even more. We just said we're having money problems. Why are you worried about going to get a boot yeah. job? <laughs> yes. Why are you spending like, your money least, on elective cosmetic yes, surgery? It's not like oh, I need to get my teeth cleaned, or like yeah, you know, whatever other surgery you might need to have that's not elective. <laughs> And don't get he me doesn't wrong, question like, you that. get a boob job, but not when you're having money problems. No, right. I mean, let's talk about things we don't need right now. Um, yeah. It's definitely not a thing. Um, so he thinks he's being really sly, and he's like, oh, my perfectly proportionate wife. Wouldn't want oh, anything gosh. to get any bigger. You're just perfect the way you are, da 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 and after he leaves, rightfully so, Monica and Rachel are like, what the heck was that? Mm. And Monica connects the dots and is like, oh my gosh, we're talking about getting pregnant. And like, he's worried about my body changing. And, you know, Rachel reminds her of all the lovely things that happen to you when you're pregnant. <laughs> it's weird to me that she, that they like wait till he leaves. Because Rachel does say she's like, I've never understood his jokes. But like, I guess this is, maybe I need to stop reading too much into it. But like, if Matt was being weird and cryptic, wouldn't you be like, what are you talking about? What is the, what do you, what do you mean my body? Yeah. What's going to be changing on my yeah. body? Like, are you telling me I'm fat? Is it because I'm pregnant? Like, I would sit there and I wouldn't assume I'd be like, no, what do you mean? Like, you need to tell me. 
But I guess then well, that's we like have a funny TV yeah, show. Yeah, show. It's, mis- it's like when people get in a fight or something on a show and they just like walk out and like they don't go after it. They don't like, no, come back here. We're talking about this right now. Like you would in real life. You wouldn't just be like, no, don't. <laughs> you know? <laughs> True. But that's what they do in shows. Christy, um, please. <laughs> but yeah, so he's acting super weird and they think it's about her getting pregnant, which is a really good guess because... I guess. He's talking about things getting bigger in a really weird way. Like, I don't know what else you would think. You know? Yeah, They don't know true. about the boob job thing. Well, so, do you remember the one in when she finds out that he was mad? He, like, broke up with his ex-girlfriend because she got too fat. 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 <laughs> but then he does say, like, I would love you if you were huge or if you were tiny. Because she does say, she's yeah. like, you know, one one of these days I'm going to get pregnant and I'll be bigger. And he's like, no, it doesn't matter. I, yeah. yeah. I guess her mind's going to either one of those things. Not without, not outside the realm. Yeah. Um. But later... Monica and Rachel go back over there and she's like, I'm going to get bigger. It's going to happen. And he's like, why? And she's like, it's not just my boobs. It's my butt. And he's like, they do that. And I was like, oh, this is before the BBL. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's right. And your hands and your feet too. (laughs) And everything. And he's like, what? Why? Um, but I do think. Giant ass and the clown feet. Yeah. (laughs) The clown feet. I do love, um, not love, but like at least, you know, sometimes when like, okay, so a few episodes ago when like Christina Applegate keeps calling Phoebe Emma and Phoebe just keeps saying Phoebe like really obnoxiously rather than saying, actually, my name is Phoebe. Um, you know, you're like, this isn't how someone would talk, but the way they're talking, the vagueness is just enough information that actually like. The conversation makes sense on both sides. They're not being like so mm-hmm. cryptic that it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like they did a good job writing um, how that is when he's like, they do that? And, she, you know, he's thinking surgeons it's would do that. And she's like, deal. it's kind of a package deal. Because, yeah. yeah, we're having a good Anyway, so then uh, it all comes out that she's not getting a boob job and it's – she borrowed the money and he borrowed the money too and blah, 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 blah. Um, and later Joey's like still trying to cover it up. Yeah. Um, for your uh, boob job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, he knows I'm like, not getting a boob job. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Wait a second. So I'm out four grand and no one's boobs are getting no any bigger. No one's boobs are getting any bigger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we've also got... Rachel, who wants to baby-proof the apartment, which there's not a whole lot to talk about here except for I love when they're talking about it at the beginning and she's like, I'm going to do it myself. And Joey laughs and she's like, you know, don't be rude. She's like, women can do this. She's, he's like, women can. You can't. You can't. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I forgot because she just buys a bunch of stuff to like keep the drawers closed. But like, yeah. What about all the sharp corners in there, Rach? Where's the, like, foam padding for those? I mean, I don't know. They have to live a little bit. Emma fell down the stairs. Emma got electrocuted again. Um, I mean, you can't put padding on everything, every corner in your house. I mean, I guess you can if you want to. They don't have a giant place. Yeah. Just, like, Um, the kitchen. Anyway. My sister's... Uh, her, 
her kid's dad's parents, like their grandparents, had a big glass coffee table with super sharp corners. And her Mm -hmm. kids are kind of spread out in age. Like they're 15, 10, and 7. So there were fun noodles, like pool noodles cut in half around that table for years. They finally, like two, well, like a year or two ago, they finally took the fun noodles off. And in fact, they got all new furniture because they were like, the kids are finally like not you know gonna like tiny and spilling and bumping yeah because they were like we're getting new couches new rugs everything but when the kids were little they were like it's not worth it like they were here they were there all the time and they they live close by so they were always at their house hanging out and always destroying something but the fun noodles it was like when they finally came off we were like we're finally out of baby land um but i remember those childproofing things when i babysat for people um the worst ones are the drawer ones. Have you ever used these where you have to like push it down so it goes under? Yeah. Yeah. I hate like those s- ones. Slip your finger in. It's so hard to do it. Like, I don't know. It's like you're always getting like pinched and like it's yeah, you have that's to like right. push it. At, you have to like push it down and like then back and forward at the same time. Like, so you have to like unhook it. It's just, yeah. I mean, I know it's supposed to keep kids out of there and I'm sure it does, but it's just really difficult. I like the magnetic ones better. <laughs> Those are easier. But, but can kids open those ones? You just have to pull really hard. So it's a magnetic. It's magnetic on the inside, and you take another magnet to, like, release it. You can't actually even oh. see it. Um, so you have to, like, know where the magnet is. You have to is. know where the thing is. And so I guess older kids could, like, some a kid that, who's, like, four definitely could do that. When you're talking about, like, a toddler who's just, like, yeah. you're trying not to let them get Advil yeah. out of the drawer. Um, That's right. They're perfect they're because you can't, or whatever. yes, you can't just like yank it open. I mean, I'm sure you could, an adult in the right mindset could rip it off the handles for <laughs> sure, but I don't think a toddler can. Um, but yeah, I just, I hated those things so much. And Rachel kind of has some snafus getting stuck and all this stuff. But when Joey comes home oh, and gosh, tries, so good. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> When he is like fighting with all the drawers um, and then like goes to pee and the toilet's like tamped yeah, down and do those ones are easy. You just like unhook the side. But well, his- I do feel a little bad that like she had their apartment baby proofed and didn't tell him how to do like, anything. That seems like a discussion that you yes. should have with your roommate. Yes. Um, the uh, the uh, the. Did you notice in the kitchen, there's like a picture of a rat above the, the sink? Oh, yeah. The like the, um, a painting. He, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then when he goes in the bathroom, it's the same picture of a rat in a different color. It was like a red one and a yellow one. Weird. I know. I was like, okay, so we got some unlicensed art we got to use of this rat painting. <laughs> um, <laughs> Maybe it was like somebody's partner. Somebody like... Maybe one of the set people's um, painter, so, uh, partner was like, a painter or something. Couldn't get Keith Haring licensed, so we got this mouse rat <laughs> poster. Mouse rat. <laughs> um, but later, when he finally wrestles the fridge open, and he's like, "Well, better take all I can carry." <laughs> he's like, "Don't Pizza. know what I'm gonna get back in here." No, don't know what I'm gonna get back in here. Oh, it's so funny. Um, and then oh gosh, for I forgot this part when she hires the handyman. And she's like, you forgot your, um, your oh, game. Oh, I love that. Game. <laughs> and it's a level. You forgot your game. I always oh. think that whenever I'm at the hardware store. 
Mm-hmm. Forgot your um, game. It's so cute. But yeah, so Joey gets his food out of the fridge. And Emma stays safe another day. Um, mm. Finally, we have mm-hmm. Mike and Phoebe. Paul Rudd. And they are all cozy cute at Phoebe's. And she's like, I don't want you to leave. And he's like, well, I've gotten all these I can out of these boxers. But I'll go home and, you know, change and come back. I'll get the, um, t- that tube top was a joke. <laughs> the tube top was a joke. And then he's like, you know what? I realized I don't want to go home. She's like, okay, great. I'll get the tube top. I'll get the tube um, top. But he's like, no, like, I don't want to leave you. Why don't we move in together? And... Aww. I know. And she's like, okay, I'm so excited. I've never lived with a guy. Um, This is going to be great. And I mean, it's a little fast. Yes, it is. I'm not saying it's too fast. I'm just saying it's a little fast. But they're like clearly into each other. It's going really well. Why not, I guess, you know? So they go to the coffee shop later and tell everybody, you know, we're great news on moving in. And uh, Mike goes to the bathroom. And while he's in the bathroom, he, Ugh. Phoebe is like. Monica. Oh, Monica. Monica that's up. right. Do I hear wedding bells? And it's like, yeah. what? Do we have? Like, like you just said, it's a little fast even to be moving in. What is Monica mm-hmm. talking about? Yeah, but people just say that kind of stuff. I don't know why they do it. It's they true. just do. Um and Phoebe kind of goes through this whole thing. She's like, oh, maybe I could see myself marry him. Yeah, sure. And do I see myself walking down the aisle? Yeah. And do I want that house in Connecticut with the good schools when <laughs> Sophie and Mike Jr.? Oh, my gosh, I do. <laughs> I do. And she's, she's just seeing it all play out in front of her. And I guess it's just, you know, I think we all think, okay, well, one day I'll grow up and get married. You don't really think too much about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And... um. I think even though Phoebe, I'm sure, thought that, it wasn't something where, like, we've heard, we heard Monica for years saying she wanted to get married. Oh, yeah. We've heard Rachel say several times she just wants to get married, you know, kind of that thing. And I don't think we've ever heard it from Phoebe. So I don't, I just don't think it's been front of mind for her. I think she has been a little more... You know, I mean, we went through the whole this whole thing with like the Vikram thing, but she has just been a little more casual. And I, you know, it's like she's a little bit older now, and maybe a little more like ready for a serious relationship. And you know, a lot of that. And she's a, a little bit more like she's a little bit more like anchored down and not. Yeah, she's not quite yeah. so you know, out, yeah, out sewing or whatever. Yeah, but now working I think working the field, <laughs> working the field. Um, but I think this is the first time she's almost like realized it herself. Like, oh my gosh, I really do kind of want the white picket fence. Yeah. Two and a half kids kind of thing. Um, and I think a lot of that probably is seeing yourself with someone you want that with. I think can do it a lot of the times. Totally. Yep. Totally. Um, because I mean, I... I assumed I would get married, but I could never picture myself getting married until I met Matt. Yeah. I think it's really true, especially for people who are like, it isn't front of mind. Because, you know, I I hate to say this, but I'm going to, so could have stopped myself and didn't. Like, (laughs) there there are some people, I think that we all know, too, that are like, they just want to get married so badly. They just want to be 
partnered with somebody and there's nothing wrong with wanting um, companionship and relationship. But then there are other people who are like super happy with casual stuff and Mm -hmm. and like... I find this interesting, right? Because I think we, we, like, I think I've seen this happen. No, I know I've seen it happen to our friends and to myself, too, where you, like, are dating somebody that you're like, this is really good. Like, we have a really good thing going. And this could totally be something more, like, long-term, more serious. And I don't mean right this second. I'm not saying, like, let's get married now. I'm just saying, like, this feels like it's, you know, could have some longevity. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the other person is like, oh, but I'm just not ready. And you're like, no, but I'm not saying like, let's. Yeah. I'm not even saying let's move in together right now. I'm just right. saying that like, this is a good match. And they're like, no, 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 no. We want different things or whatever. I've seen this happen yeah. to my friends. It's happened to me. And it's so frustrating because it's like, yeah. it's like, but this is a really good match. Maybe that's just a lie that they say to get out of it because they actually don't feel the same way now that I'm saying it out loud. Maybe, but I also think that people like levels of seriousness, like I think you need to be, I actually think this really applies with um, Mike and Phoebe because like they feel on the same page for what they know. Right. Yeah, that's true. And so I think that even like what you were saying, I don't know exactly which relationship you're talking about, but like someone feeling like you're on the same page and then somebody else kind of turns it up a notch and you're like, hold on a second. I thought we were on the same page. And so I think it's more that people get like, um, it kind of catches them by surprise sometimes. Yeah. I guess that's right. Because it's like you want it to organically move at the same pace. And for Mike and Phoebe, it is. Um, but I also think there's something – so what I was going to say about that story before that I was saying with, like, the timing, mm-hmm. I think that what I've seen is, like, people let a good thing go because they're like, I'm just not ready yet. And then, like, all of a sudden, yeah. it's like a flip switches mm-hmm. in their head and they're like, okay, now I'm ready. And it's like, yeah. well, but, like, y- you passed so much up. But I guess if you're not ready, you're not ready. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And, yeah. and that's kind of I mean, how I think it is for Phoebe, right? It's just like what now yeah. she's like, okay, cool, now. Yeah. Well, and like, thank goodness. If someone thinks they're not ready and they let you go, good. Because if they were going to just drag you along and make it hell, you know, let them figure that out somewhere else. Um, which it doesn't feel like in the time. In the, in the time that it happens, it feels terrible. But yeah, so... Phoebe kind of like has this switch flip where she's like, load up the Volvo. I want to be a soccer mom. But she does all this before Mike comes back. And when he comes back out, they're ready to go. And she said, you bet, Rumi. And then Monica says, don't you mean groomy? Groomy. And Mike does this nervous laugh. And mm-hmm. um, Phoebe's like, oh, they're trying to make us pick out China patterns. And secretly to Monica, China patterns. China so patterns. she is like, <laughs> she went from like not caring at all to like full tilt of wanting to get married you know and I'm not saying she's she's saying she needs to do that now but suddenly she's something she's very aware of it now um and she I think it's also just the realization because she she seems like 
she just never thought that she wanted that because it is so traditional and mm-hmm. she is so unconventional that I yeah. think it's actually taken her by surprise. And you know, like once you realize something and kind of say it out loud, it's almost like, oh, wow, like I can't go back. That's my truth. Mm-hmm. I think she's just like surprised herself by realizing like, I actually really do want this. And so yeah. I need to be honest about it. Yes, agreed. Um, It... Yeah, it well, it kind of backfires, um, mainly because of the groomy yeah. joke. However, I mean, it backfires, but I don't know. It just it just brings it just, forth the conversation that probably would have happened later. Yeah. Yes, but honestly, I think it's for the best. So Mike brings it up, and he's like, "Hey, Monica's little groomy joke. I wanted to ask you about that." And she's like, "You know, takes the very literal." explanation well it you know it was a play on the word roomy and um he's like you're not expecting a proposal and she's like oh no absolutely not we're just moving in we'll see where it goes and he's like well this is as far as it's gonna go for me and then he you know he explains like i never want to get married again my first marriage was a disaster blah 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 blah. (sighs) do you feel like like why didn't this come up or is it just one of those things where maybe they both just kind of didn't realize it needed to come up? Well, I I think a few things. I think that there's a possibility that Mike explaining how bad his marriage is, in his head, it seems very clear that he wouldn't want that again. Although he's never said it. And Phoebe, on her side, wasn't really even thinking this, but like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. I feel like these things sometimes don't come up until they come up. Um, but like, yeah. I, I don't, it, it's crazy to me. It's not crazy, but it's, it's funny to me or frustrating or something. It's something to me that he's <laughs> like, well, marriage was the problem here. No, it's like no. Your ex-wife was yeah. mentally ill and like yeah, unwell. I was and thinking that too. Vindictive. I was like, um, I was thinking that too. I was because when he talks about like oh the defecating and she's like okay, but it's like maybe he just thinks marriage makes people because like it's not like his parents seem that happy either. Yeah. I guess like yeah. maybe in his mind it's there are people that are like that. I know I've heard people say this before. Like getting married ruins things. Yeah, but it's literally just the same. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't agree. I just yeah. know that people think that. Yeah. Um. I think the only time marriage ruins things is when people are not their honest selves until they get married, and then it ruins things when they and start maybe being their honest selves. With her, I I think that Mike maybe. is just really afraid of getting hurt again, and not yeah. getting married is his way of keeping the other person at an arm's length. And yeah. not being vulnerable, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. So um, he's like, you know, it's not personal. I just don't want to get married. And if you're not okay with that, maybe we shouldn't move in. And Phoebe, you can kind of see her panic. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. I don't want to get married. I just wanted to make sure that you didn't. And I didn't want you to change your mind later. And he's and like, he's yeah, like, no, I wouldn't. I'll never. She's like, yeah, yeah she's I, got like, I got that. I, I guess the my question before about like, why didn't this come up? I think... In thinking about it, like, 
potentially what you said, like he thought talking about how terrible it was, was I guess it's also like she only just yesterday realized that she actually even does want to get married. And so I wonder if maybe it did come up before, but not in like a super serious, I can never get, but just like, oh yeah, God, marriage, never doing that again. And she was like, yeah, sounds terrible. You know, like, let's be free spirits, woohoo settle just didn't just or just didn't, maybe they've like, never wonder. talked about it because they're just kind of getting to that serious place you know that's true um, I, I do I feel like that before wanting you to move, move in, in together yeah yes that's when well, you talk about like well where might this be going yeah but maybe but I feel like they kind of haste well I, maybe it should I feel like they kind of hastily decided to move in they're just like he's like I don't want to go home why don't I move in <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> you know so this is, I think this is them having the conversation. And and I mean, I give Mike kudos for bringing it up and, and being clear on what he is interested and in, not interested in. Like a lot of people could just kind of brush it under the rug and save the hard conversation for later. I think oh, I don't need to bring it up. You know, we're not talking about that. Or but, like, or just kind of go, well, like she'll eventually change her mind, which mm-hmm. I, yes. W- sorry, I don't want to jump ahead, but I think people think that is like, yes, like well, I don't want kids, and I never want kids, and they oh. might want it, but like once we're together, they'll realize they don't. Something like that. Yep, I think people do that all the time, and I think that's another reason that people think "quote unquote" marriage ruins things is because they're like, they weren't honest enough about what was important to them. Um, and I think if it's, if it's something you can let go truly and still be happy, just maybe if you're like, I always wanted to live on the beach and like, you know, the guy you're going to marry is like, well, I hate the beach. I don't want to live there. And you're like, that's okay. We can go on vacations and you know, like certain things I think you can let go in life, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. like I thought I was going to have to let go of my dream of owning a cat. cat. I did. Yes. And it was, I was going to mourn it. I was so sad, but I was like, I respect that it's his house too. And if that's not what he wants to live with, I, I have to just be okay with that. And then he was like, well, I was actually trying to surprise you, but you keep asking me about the cat. And I just have to be okay with it. And didn't you also start crying uncontrollably? And so he was like, Renee, I was, I was crying. Get you a cat. I was crying like silently with my head down, trying to just mourn it. I was just trying to mourn the loss of my dream of having a cat. Um, but I was, I was, I was truly, I was like, I'm going to let this go. This has to be okay. You know what I mean? But things like having babies. Um, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I, people do, they think they're going to change their mind and then they resent their partner when they don't change their mind. And that's so unfair. Mm. <laughs> it's yeah. so not realistic to like hope somebody's going to change and be mad when they don't like, oh man, mm-hmm. that's just crazy making. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Phoebe, unfortunately is not honest in this moment. Um, And, but she's clearly still thinking about it. And she goes and asks Ross, which I think is really sweet that she goes to him and is like, you know, you've been married. And he's like, no, you know, it's one thing when you're making fun of me when we're together, but to come to my home. To come to my home. I know. You're seeking me out to make fun of me. (laughs) And she's like, no, I just want to know, like, 
if it's really not that big of a deal, will I be missing out and whatever? And he's like, uh, you know, he kind of tries to make something up about women stop shaving and men gaining weight. And I mean, not saying those things aren't true, but (laughs) you know, it's fine. Um, but he's like, you know, I don't, it's probably not what you want to hear, but I love being married, you know? Um, Ross, the divorce force. You don't really think that. And he's like, no, marriage is great. Marriage is great. And he's like, I love being committed. You know, it's great. And he, he tries to like soften the blow and he's like, no, living together would be great. Like you guys will have fun and you love Mike and you should be excited. It's great. And all this stuff, he tries to be like really positive and, um, she's like, okay, this helped. But then later, when they're going to actually move in, well, he he also he says to her, "I can't remember. I don't think it's when she first shows up to talk to him, but it's before the actual moving. When he isn't it? Maybe I'm wrong. When he goes, maybe this is what you were gonna say, and I've totally just cut you off to say it first. We'll find <laughs> out. Um, and he's like, I've been thinking about it more, Phoebe, and I really don't think marriage is for you." It's so boring and it's so normal. Uh huh. Is that yep. what you're gonna say? It it's right. Yeah, it's right before um, the couch. They carry the couch up, but it's just Ross yeah. and Phoebe. Yeah. And um, he's like helping them with something else in the apartment. And Mike walks away, and he says that. And um, but that is what solidifies it for her. But she's like, I want normal. I want like stability and, you know, something that I know is going to be there. And she does say, she's like, you know, I've had a really crazy past and like this is my shot at normalcy Mm -hmm. and that's what I want. Yeah. And so she goes to Mike and is like, is there no wiggle room at all? And he's like, no, but I thought you didn't want to get married. As everybody's holding the couch. Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> Which I'm like, okay, we really should have had this conversation sooner. <laughs> like, Couldn't have had this down earlier, by the truck. Yeah. Earlier today, like before he got his stuff in a truck. But I do think that that comment from Ross, you're right, is what like locked it in for her that she's like, I want this. So, you know, he calls around and is like, you know, why didn't you say something before? And she's like, I didn't know how much I wanted it, but I love you and I want to move in. But Mm-hmm. I just don't – it was fine when I didn't know what was going to happen, but now I can't do it knowing yes. nothing's going to happen. And I think that that is yes. so clear on knowing what she wants. And I think that's very true. Like sometimes you just got to roll the dice. You cannot know everything. But like we said, you can't hope someone's going to change their mind and hope it's going to be different. It's not going to be different. Um, or it's highly unlikely and you're just setting yourself up for – a lot of pain and anger and sadness. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, she's saying it now that she just really knows for sure that even though she would rather stay together, I love when um, he's like, we try to live in together, you might change your mind. And she's like, well, are you going to yep. change yours? And he says, no. Yeah. Either. That's really so, good conversation. To have. A, Although yeah. I will say you can never say never with like 99.9% of things. And so I feel like for either of them going, no, never, like 
to your point earlier, I guess it's like, even if you think it's one of your non-negotiable, I don't know, maybe that's not fair. Cause it like, if it is like a kid's thing or what have you, I guess I just kind of feel like it wouldn't be fair to go into it and expecting the other person to change their mind. And then five years later they haven't and you're resentful, but right. it's also like, you don't know what you're going to like. Phoebe didn't think she wanted this until yesterday. And so it's right. just like, you don't know what you're going to want. Right. And so if they would have moved in and realized like, oh, we want different things, then they would have had to break up and move out and all that kind of stuff, I guess, too. But like at this point, they don't see themselves changing their minds. And I think that that's the right decision. Mm, that's, if it's that yeah, important. That's the, yeah. Like it's not a stubborn thing. It's that it's your life and you should try to live it to the best of your ability. Um, yeah. Not just for someone else. And like I said, I think there's certain things you make sacrifices, you compromise, but like there are some big things that like you just, that are too important to you. So that's okay. And so it's really sad. They're like, I didn't want it to end. And I guess I'll pack up my stuff and they hug. And then he walks out and it's so awkward. Everyone's like, okay, bye, Mike. Okay, bye, Mike. (laughs) Bye now. Bye now. Take care. Good luck there, Mike. Oh my gosh. And they all hug and Chandler tries to make it better by dissing the ugly chair. But of course it's Phoebe's already. And (laughs) oh, it's sad. I don't want them to break up. I love Phoebe and Mike. I know. Matt's ex-girlfriend. Oh. They had to break up because they wanted different things in life. And when he told me that, I was like, but you still loved her? He's like, yeah. I'm like, that's really sad. (laughs) What were the different things It's a really hard decision. Um, She was going to be a missionary in Peru. And he even like went down there and visited and was like, oh, wow. Could this, you know be something that I wanted to do. She just really wanted to like run this orphanage and all this stuff. And he like went down there and he was like, it's not, it's not for me. It's not, you know, we want different things. And once again, he wasn't willing, you know, he like checked, you know, he was like willing to be open to the topic, but it wasn't, he's like, this is not like, this is not where I'm supposed to be in life. And, you know, she's like, well, it's where I'm supposed to be. So they broke up, but I was like, "Wow, that must have been That's a really a hard decision." It was, and they yeah. were like for both quite young. I think they were twenty one or twenty two. Um, but they for sure they thought they were going to get married. So I'm like, I'm. I mean, obviously, like I'm glad it worked out the way it did, but um, <laughs> it still made me really sad when I heard it because I was like, it's really hard when you really care about someone and nothing is like wrong you know it's so much easier when you like fight or someone hurts you or you know not easier but like it is easier to like distance yourself because you're like I don't want I don't want because you're mad yeah like someone did something wrong but when nothing wrong has happened oh it's horrible and I think too there's it's really hard when nothing wrong has happened but you guys just aren't in love anymore and so like I've been Uh, in that situation I think where I'm like all right nobody was wrong but like this just isn't doing it you know yeah that's really hard but if you're still in love with the person and like it's like that would be almost impossible if it's just like yeah but I guess it's like she wants to move to Peru he doesn't and so then it's like well what's more important your life's calling or you know, your boyfriend. Mm. And I say that in kind of like a callous tone. I don't mean it like that, but I guess that's a tough decision to make. It's for sure tough. 
it's wow. very mature, very mature for Phoebe and Mike to, because the easy thing would be, well, let's just see what happens because it's less 100%. painful. 100%. It would have been so easy to be like, yeah. okay, just finish moving your stuff in. Let's mm-hmm. talk about this. Like, I'm sure we can come to an, like, I don't know. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't. She's really good about it though. When she's just like, when he's, you know, she's like, he says, are you, maybe you'll change your mind. And she's like, are you going to change yours? And he says, no. And yeah. she goes, I think I need to be with somebody who wants the same things as me. Yeah. Like that's pretty finite. And that's really tough. Cause I totally think I would have tried to like make excuses mm-hmm. for why it's still oh, for okay. Sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. I would have too. That is not fun. So really sad for Phoebe. Sad day to be Phoebe. Um, yeah. Um, well, the sadness doesn't end here. Next week we have more sad Phoebe. Um, but then we also have some not so sad things happening next week because next week is the one with the memorial service. <laughs> oh my gosh. And spoiler so alert. Nobody has died. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a very fun. So memorial service. Great. it's very fun. Other than so, Ross's dinosaur girlfriend. <laughs> I grew her in my lab. Um, <laughs> Okay, well, you guys come back next week and we'll talk all about the memorial service and what you want to do at your funeral. So see you then. Bye. Bye, everybody. 